This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about reaching the edge and reining ourselves back in and speak with Tracy Moore, author of Oops, How to Rock the Mother of All Surprises. Woo! Yeah, you did it. I did it. You got it together. I pulled it enough together to woo. I didn't throw anything weird at you. No, it was really enthusiastic. It was just really straightforward. I felt my face actually contort a little bit into like something that looked like joy and enthusiasm. Yeah, did you do that thing where you're like, I'll make my face smile and Mm -hmm. I might feel happy from it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, because I'm fucking tired. She's holding, just for all you listeners, she's 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 saying this while she's literally just holding a coffee cup up right just in up. front of her face. Just, just up, like a statue. It's like she can't drink it because she's talking, but right. it's just a reminder that I have this here. It's like this, a monument. This will hold me up somehow. Do awakeness. Uh, yeah, not the best. How I I'm just gonna start off and say right. I, I fucking hate kids. Oh yeah, they're the worst. I mean they're great, but like no no, no. I am no, so don't, not. Don't all right, it. all right, they're all right. awful. They're awful, and I'm not in the mood to have any right this minute. <laughs> right this minute, I I think I've been like I keep lying to myself that there's gonna be this window where they totally rock. Like uh-huh. when they're eight and five, they're gonna yeah, be great. We're going on vacation, and then I'm like. I'm just lying to myself. Yeah. I'm still going to be, yeah. like, I, like, I was telling They're you. They're still going to suck for a whole still, new list of reasons. I was telling you that I was, like, sitting at home. Catherine Bell's been sick for, like, two days, really sick. So uh-huh. I've gotten no sleep, uh-huh. you know, and there's the baby who wasn't, like, guaranteeing me great sleep anyway, right? And then today we kept Catherine Bell home. So I've abandoned my child once again to come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we've left her at home, and... The whole time I'm sitting on the couch this morning, I'm like, I should bring toys out and put them on the table. I should do X. I should do Y. I should be engaging her. I'm just sitting there. I think I literally mm-hmm. said, it's time for Mama to watch her show. And I put on prizes Right. I was like, it was like the sad. I just couldn't have been like more like, go get Mama a beer, her yeah. special. Go get yeah. Mama her special drink. It's yeah. 10 o'clock. Anyway, how are you? Oh, my God. Um, you're going to hate me, but I Good. am doing great. Buck. Today. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I can't even do like a hilarious Bucky. I'm just like, Ugh. You're just like, I fuck is the word. I mean, I'm so happy <laughs> for you, friend. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jesse, my beloved husband, right, has been away for four days. How nice of him. Four days and four nights. That's so nice of him. He went, well, he went away to support the family and he had a job. No, I'm just saying great for you. That's such a nice treat for you. Okay. Just to have time with the kids. Okay. Listen up though. (laughs) Listen up. Listen up. I really was really dreading this. Yeah. I I remember. I was scared. I was definitely scared. I didn't. I didn't know how it was going to be. I just didn't. I haven't. It was the first time. It was the first, like, overnight alone with just, just for those of you who don't know, I have, if we ever get a new listener. Right. I have a four. 48 shows in. Yeah. I have a four-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old and two extremely needy dogs. But we'll focus on the kids here. Sure. Um, so, and ever since the, and I've been, you know, I've stayed home with the two year, two and a half year old, you know, multiple times yes. while Jesse's been away. Sometimes has to travel for work. Never have I done that with now that we have the two and now that we have the baby. Um, I've done like the evening, bath time, bedtime, dinner, you know, dinner right. and all that um, a few times because uh, sometimes Jesse works at that time. Right. But most of the time, you know, we're You're both sharing. There. Or, you know? or eventually he's yeah, going to come home. Eventually he will be there. Right. Yeah. So, so if something's happening, yeah, you, you like, know there's a, another person. Somebody will right. show up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Somebody's worst, coming worst for you. Worst come to worst, yeah. <laughs> um, but, so I was really nervous. I really was. I'm not yeah. going to deny that. But I just decided to, and you taught me this, mom up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think I can do this. Like, right. I think it's, it might be really hard and there might be some hard moments, but I, th- I was like, I think I can do this. And right. that's why I told him, yes, go take this job and go, you yes. know? Yes. And, um... 
And it, I won't lie, it was totally hard. It was totally yeah. challenging the whole time. But I feel fucking capable as fuck. Isn't it amazing? And I totally did it, and it was yeah. fine. Like, it was fine. High five. I know, thank you. And you, so you should be feeling great. I do feel great. It is that, but you remember, this happened before. The first time you're ever by yourself, I and mean, this is like, am I saying this I happened so. before? It's yeah. to all parents yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. First time you take the flight. The right. first time you spend the night somewhere else with your kids. Yeah. The first time you're by yourself with the kids. It yeah. just or even the first time you're just having the day. Yeah. You know, sure. like after everybody has to go back to work. Yeah. That you survive, you do it, you realize you've got you've got it in you to do it. You make whatever work yeah. work. Yep. And there is something really rewarding on the other end of like, I did not lose yep. my mind. No one had to call somebody. Right. <laughs> To, like, get me off the ceiling. Right. Right. Yeah. So good. That's like, that deserves, like, a round of applause. That's sort of the whole point of the genius thing. This is, like, one of those underappreciated, like, things where if you were at a job, you were, like, at a nine-to-five job, and you did something this, like, impressive and multitasking and, like, got all this stuff done, people would be like, good job, fucking Teresa. here's a promotion. Here's a promotion. Take a day off. Yeah. Yeah. Have a Starbucks pod. Whatever. Like, it's a Target gift card. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You're going to get you. But when you succeed, I can remember so many times getting something <laughs> really impressive done at home yeah. and being like, nobody cares. Well, this that, that's, why when, <laughs> that's why I remember when we first started the show, yeah. we our like tagline was, this is hard and nobody gives, gives a, a shit. shit. That's because right. It was like, that's true. Yeah, it's like, you can be proud of yourself, but like nobody's around Like nobody's around to be like, oh my God, you did four days alone with a baby and that's a two really and a fucking like, impressive. That's so great. Yeah. Nobody's, you know, but I, but I, I feel proud. You should feel fucking great. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Good for you. So, dare I ask you how it's going? Oh, God. I just, you know what? I'm just going to talk about something else. All right. I'm just going to talk about pinatas for a second. Oh, okay. So, I I bet you would like to beat the shit out of a pinata right now. (laughs) You've got that look in your eye. I would personally, if there was a pinata in this booth right now, I would beat the ever loving shit out of it. But Uh here's the thing about. Pinatas, they're usually at children's birthday parties, mm-hmm. and they started showing up. People, it's like the bounce house of, of, of California. When yeah. I first moved to California, I had friends say, hey, welcome to California. At all kids' birthday parties, there's a bounce house. Yeah. And swear to God, there's pretty much always That's a really fucking true. bounce house. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and usually it's like 100 degrees, and like no one should be inside a bounce house. No. But yeah. uh, pinatas started showing up around the in like when kids started to turn four. Mm-hmm. There's two things about pinatas. <laughs> One, they're just suspended. You give kids, and I've seen just full-on broom handles. Yeah. Like, not even, like, like a plastic bat, like broom right. handles at parties, right? Yeah. And it's like, everybody, all the kids at this point know it's full of fucking candy. Yeah. So they want to be close. Oh, they yeah. want to be close to the pinata. Yeah. And then you're letting anybody hit. So, like, hey, is your two-year-old here? Let's let the two-year-old yeah. hit. Let's let the eight-year-old hit. And you know what kids aren't aware of? Swing back. Swing in the back, no. back. Everybody's only focused on the front. Right. It's I, I. It is amazing to me. I feel like this. I mean, but I'm, I have not seen more bloody headed, like broken nose, like teeth falling out, like all that. It's just like a talk, and like no. All the parents are always just like, <laughs> watch out. I know. Except for like whoever's fucking party it is is somehow in charge of like the mob control, right. you know. And it's right. like and we haven't even added blindfolds at this point. Right. This is total like blood sport. Yeah. All eyes open. I see. For that reason, I thought I would think that you like. I, 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 guess, I would think you'd be into it. But luckily, like, Catherine Bell's like, kind of like fuck pinatas at this point, so okay. she's always, so I can sit back and just be like, "This is black." I do. Yeah, I do watch sit other back people's kids and watch other themselves. people's kids kill themselves, <laughs> and I find it fucking hilarious. Like I, you know, I'm you know, I'm a planner with Catherine Bell. I'm like, if yeah. you're gonna do the pinata, do this. What we're doing? Yeah, you know, like we're just yeah. gonna and then get out. Yeah. Get out. Mama will get in there and get candy for you. Don't you worry, baby. Anyway, so, like, she only wants the lollipops. So, uh, the second thing is that pinatas have started to take on, like, shapes. Like, this last yeah. party I was at, was, it was a double birthday party. So, there was, like, an orca whale, and then there was a, a princess pinata. Okay. Yeah. So, they first start with the orca whale, and people are starting to beat the shit out of the whale. Wasn't there, like, some new movie, like, Blackfish or something? Like, some, like, yeah. movie about, like, SeaWorld or whatever, but yeah. it's like, never put orcas in a tank yeah. again. And then I'm just watching these kids just, just like, beat the shit beat out of the fuck 
out of this orca. And then, like, well, me and this other an mom. animal of some kind. Me and this other mom both kind of turn slowly to yeah. look at the princess because you know what's coming. Yeah. You know what's coming. Yeah. You're about to beat the shit out of a princess, yeah. out of a person, yeah. a woman, yeah. no less. Yeah. And and oh, lesson, lesson here, <laughs> princesses are full of fucking candy. If you just beat the shit out of that woman, there's like just goodness. Yeah. Just goodness is going to come out. Yeah. It was so fucked up. Like every, I don't know, you could see the whole like party kind of shift a little bit. Yeah. Of, like, like it was like a party full of like comedians. So everybody like, it was both like horror and irony, like all combined at once. Yeah. But those kids started going after that princess. It was just like this decapitated princess head by the time it was done, mm-hmm. just hanging from a tree. Mm-hmm. It was weird. That's so weird. Happy. Let's see, again, that's, that's why weird. I feel like you would love it. I do. I like that part of me. I was just like on a hammock, just like, mm-hmm. Good job, kids. Anyway, uh, talking about birthday parties and making you feel like you're on the edge mm-hmm. and being alone with your children, mm-hmm. who you love, mm-hmm. for four days. Yes. Uh, might bring you to the edge. It could. Let's let's go there. Let's let's go there. Let's try and go there this week. All right, week. let's do it. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa? Yes. I'm terrified of going there this I week. I know. I am I'm too. a little nervous because we're going to, all right, so we're going to, today we're going to actually talk about that moment where the stress and the frustration or the whatever it is. Yeah. When you're dealing with your, imp- you're dealing with your kid and it's building and it's building in you mm-hmm. and you get right there to that edge. Mm-hmm. Where you you feel like you're either gonna just scream in their face or shake them or something horrible, yeah, and then pulling yourselves back. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a touchy. T- it's like one of those topics that I I'll maybe just start. Yes, I'll start. just start. Do I can it. remember when Catherine Bell was you know somewhere you know before she was one, and you know she just wasn't going to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. like and I just was like. Hitting this, it was like a nap time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She's just screaming and yelling, and I'm trying to calm her, and I'm trying to get her to go to sleep, and she's just not going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I am so tired, and I just want fucking 10 minutes to eat mm-hmm. food. All I want is like, mm-hmm. I remember this so clearly. And she's just screaming, and like, I was getting more and more worked up. Yeah. And like, it wanted to come out of me so badly. And the two sensations that I had, like, take over my body, were to just get right in her face. And scream at the top of my lungs mm-hmm. or to grab her mm-hmm. and just stop it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I did. Yep. I mean, I, did, I, mean, I, I mean, it was like so tangible. Yeah. Like my body physically felt it. And I pulled my side. I just got up. Yeah. I just put her in the crib. And I just got up. And I walked out of the room. Yeah. And because, I mean, she was going to be crying whether I was in the room or not in the right. room. Right? right? So I just right. walked out of the room. And I, I calmed myself down. And I had that moment where was, I, I said to myself, I... Get it. Mm-hmm. I don't approve of it. Right. I do not approve of laying a fucking hand on yeah. your kid. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I, I was like, I under, I, yeah. for a brief moment, understand that woman who just drove into the water. Yep. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, where you just, if there's no Isn't help coming from, and it's horrifying just to, get, to, to admit get it. it. Like, so yeah. that's what I'm saying yeah. is horrible about is. this show is yeah. that I just admitted I got it. Yeah. I understood. Yeah. That just, that feeling. Go, or, yeah. or I'm going out to get milk and never coming back. Yeah. You know, like whatever it is. Yeah. I understand the like pop, uh-huh. the spank, the hit, the uh-huh. like screaming. But like I, and I think about like that. And I, I think about how tiny she is and how fragile she is mm-hmm. and how much I love her and how easy it would be to hurt her yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And that I've got, you know, Years of therapy under my belt. I'm yeah. 90% pretty sane. I'm, yeah. you know, I've got a strong education. I understand right from wrong. My yeah. parents never laid a hand on me. I don't have a drinking problem or a smart, yeah. I don't have any of yeah. these things that would like, that would I like am so say that you're fucking, a risk basically, I am this. so fucking yeah. lucky, is what I'm saying. Is uh-huh. that like, I appreciate every day how lucky I have been in my life that I can pull myself back and my, mo- my mind immediately goes to, 
I understand how some people with too much other pressures, this could happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and again, I don't approve of it. Right. I, I'm talking about, but like, that's yeah. why this topic makes me bananas. Totally. It, yeah. It makes me really nervous. Yeah. And it's, it's really scary to talk about, but I think that's why we have to talk about it. I feel like we do too. Yeah. Because this is not like, it, it, every, I, I think I think you're a fucking liar if you say you've never been there. Well, on some really? level, a yeah. little bit. I mean, I'm okay. not saying that everybody gets to the point of driving their kids in the lake. I mean, right. I'm not saying that either. But like, right. it's not like that's happened to me just once. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I and the nice thing, and I, it, as we get into it, I think we'll talk about like how we deal with it. But yeah. like, and I'm finding better and better better ways to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But like, Jesus, I know. Jesus. So you're about to tell me you never have that feeling. Oh, never. I've never. Like, thanks for sharing, but I don't have anything Awkward. to share about this. No. Boop, 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 Child services. Um, <laughs> There's a reason I sat you down here today. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we're talking about it. I, um, I recently had an experience with this where I was, um, I was... It's the same thing, similar thing, like yeah. getting Simon to to go to bed, and um, you know, this is a kid who's had like a great. He's always been a great sleeper, mm-hmm. had a really great routine, no problems going to bed. But recently, um, you know, we moved a baby into his room, and so he mm-hmm. shares a room with with Oscar now. And the main the main way that changes everything is it means. He can't just be left alone to, like, wind himself down and go to sleep. Right. I have to kind of stay and hang out to make sure nobody gets hurt. Because basically Oscar will fall asleep in 10 minutes. Right. And he'll be asleep in his crib. And then Simon, sometimes, t- I mean, he's two and a half. And he's really he's really wound up. And even right. whether he's napped that day or not, um, he's it, yeah. just wound up. And so a lot of times he'll turn on the light, which is really bright, and wake up Oscar. Or he'll... If he's really wired, he'll start like throwing toys around. Sometimes he right. tries to climb. He does climb in with to Oscar, crib, yeah. and so I just I don't want I don't want Oscar to get hurt for both of their sake. Right. Like I just don't want right. to like go there. So right. basically, what I end up having to do is hang out in there until Simon goes to sleep, which is something I have never done and, and I, never wanted to do. I know. Oh. And um, recently, well, I'll I'll get there. But yeah. basically, hanging out in there, waiting for him to go to bed. Some nights it's fine. I just like read a book, you right. know, and then he gradually winds down, and I and I just like sort of correct him when he starts getting out of bed. Like yeah. I don't stop him from like rolling around in his bed right. or whatever. But you know, he needs to wind down. But a couple of nights when he really didn't want to, he really fought me off and was just going completely bonkers. Yeah. Like he was just completely all over the place. Would not wind down and. Every time I would bring him back to his bed, he thought that was hilarious and it would, like, give him more energy and he would get more and more pumped up every time I would bring him back. It's a game. It's a game. And he would laugh and kind of start screaming and, you know, he was really hyper. And I would try to stay really calm because I know that, like, he's going to notice my energy. But, like, I don't always have it in me to stay really calm, especially if you've been at that for you know, Ever. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and it's the end of your massive And in day mom together. time, yeah. five minutes can feel like fucking eight hours. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I had this experience the other night where I was like, you know, I was like trying to, basically he was getting so out of control that I had to sort of physically put him back right. in the bed. Right. And then I had to like kind of hold him there. Yeah. And I, and then, so... That was a weird feeling because I don't like the feeling of, like, physically... Like, I was holding him in, like, a hug hold. Well, right, but but he's got to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's just an icky feeling, and he's going, and of course he's going, like, Mommy, stop it. I don't like that. I don't let go of me, Mommy. And that makes me go, like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God, I'm horrible, you know? Um, And then, like, I I give him a break or whatever, and then he gets up and he turns on the light. (gasps) And I see Oscar wake up and his eyes open really wide and I just kind of like pulled Simon back down into his right. bed like I just put like okay his he can reach the light switch from his bed right which, he's long not story a, that's a, the way it is yeah, okay? yeah so he does that and I kind of like slammed him back into his bed not like slam like I slammed like right, he, right, he, right. he was landing on his bed but I was 
I was reacting before I was thinking, like, how should I react? I was just like, no, 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 not the light. And, like, yanking him away, you know? Right. And, like, turning the light off. But I did it with, like, anger. Like, I did it angry and I did it. Like hard, and uh, of course he like laughed. Yeah, Do you know they, what I mean. Yeah, like yes, he, he wasn't hurt, but I—he's not aware of it. No, you're. Aware I was yeah. very aware of it, right. and I felt like throwing up. Like it was yeah. a horrible feeling, and and like the first yank like made me. I don't know, like made me almost want to like. Do it, do it again. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it it's just, there's. I I used to have this feeling as a like. A, I I get really frustrated. Okay. Very easily. Yeah. And like I get, what used to help me was batting cages. Uh-huh. I used to go out. I needed to hit something. I yeah. needed to like take a bat. I needed to like whatever. Yeah. And so I am so aware of that physical sensation when you get to that point. Yeah. That it just it physically has to be released. Yeah. So I totally understand that sensation. Your body's like, here was an action. Yeah. Totally separate from your child. Totally yeah. separate from everything else. Just remove all these other elements. Yeah. Here's a physical reaction that just alleviated something from for me. I so guess. I guess there's like kinda, your muscle. For me, it was kind of like, it was almost the opposite. It was like doing that action made more of that feeling. A feeling. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like, it wasn't like, okay, that, like, I needed to get that out. It was like, this is making, like, it was, like, aggravating me more. Yes, okay, It was, like, escalating the situation. And I just did the same thing you did in your story where I just said, Oh, I have to get out of here right now. I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. So I I got out of there. Luckily, that was a night that Jesse was home. Jesse took over for me. I said, I need 20 minutes at least of of a break from this, and you can be with Simon. And I I just, I can't do it. And um, for me, like, I don't have a thing where I need to get out this stuff. I need to sit somewhere and, like, really breathe and, you know, maybe take a shower and just, like, drink some water and, like, just relax you know right and um and actually what ended up coming from that was I figured out duh I can just take Oscar out of the room while Simon's going to sleep and, and put, put him back si- in and later. put Oscar back in <laughs> later because he's so asleep at that point yeah. of the night anyway he doesn't even notice he's been put somewhere else and then brought back right so I that's so what I've been the problem. so we solved a problem out of it because I was like I can never do this again right like I was like I can't do right. it again. And, and that, that's that's what I was like, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's today, important. I, I wanted to I yes, that that's that, it. Yes, that is it. That's it. Yeah. I can't do this again yeah. and I have to fix this. Yeah. I got one of those. I never want to feel I this I never again. want to feel this way again. So we've been I've been taking Katha uh taking both of them to school. Yeah. Ellis rides with me while I take Katie Bell to school. And as I have mentioned, he hates the fucking car. Uh-huh. And recently, there was like a nice, like, two week stretch where he would fall asleep mm-hmm. and like just timed out. Then that went away. And mm-hmm. like, la- or two weeks ago, it was the third day of me. He's fine until it's just me and him coming back home mm-hmm. and he's screaming. Mm-hmm. He's screaming. And it's the, uh, somebody's sticking yeah. needles in his eyes screaming yeah. and there's nothing that's calming him down and it's like such a short drive I can't like just keep stopping right we've got to get home and it's so bad and like it starts out with me being like it's okay you yeah. know first I'm shushing Shh. yeah yeah and, that, and then like and then I'm like it's okay it's okay it's okay mama's here oh, mama's God. here mama's here and it's and he's just escalating yeah. and escalating and then I'm like cry I start to feel that like Rage. It's like yeah. rage crying. Yes. Starts to come out because I can't help him. Yeah. I have to get us home. Yeah. You have to drive safely. I've got to drive safely. <laughs> and we get there and I like open the door. I start honking the horn. This is right before Stefan has started going into a, an office. Like yeah. he's now going into an office. Yeah. Um, so he's at home. So I'm like honking the horn as we pull up and I get out. We get everybody out. And I just turned to Stefan and I said, I'm never doing this again. Uh-huh. Ever. Yeah. Until he's capable of doing this. Of riding in the car. We're going to either, you are staying here with him, or you are taking Catherine Bell to school. One of the two. You're done. I'm done. I am done. It's not safe. It's not good. I can't live like this. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's making me ragey. Yeah. And- and while it, you're operating a major, and while vehicle. I then have to come home and yeah. take care of him, right? Yeah, and if I'm already, and it's I'm never mad it's at him, but I am physically yeah. like ah, you know, yeah. like, and so Stephanie just looked at me and was like, okay, yeah, you know, and I was like, we will have to figure this out. Yeah, carpooling, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm not doing this again. Yeah, and like when it came to 
Catherine Bell and the screaming and the rage that was back at home, like when she was little and the leaving the room, mm-hmm. you know, well, let's, let's talk about some of the smaller solutions. You mm-hmm. know, one is getting out of the room. Yeah. Nothing bad's going to happen. Put yeah. them in a pen. Put them in a crib. Yeah. You know, like, or if they're old enough to just be in the room, leave them in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one. Yeah. Uh, when they're old enough, you can say, I need a timeout. Yeah. I'm giving myself a time. I used to do that. I've got to step away from this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was another time where I just put her as a baby. I just put her in the stroller and we just went walking. She, scr- and she really screamed for one. like still 30 minutes. Right. But I was you moving. You were walking, yeah. And I was outside. So yeah. And it was like just a change of scenery. It wasn't yeah. me just trying to get her to sleep in a chair. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. Um, because I think there are varying degrees of that, like, getting to the edge. Yeah. There's the edge that, I mean, and, and I would like to just say, sometimes we yell at our kids. This right. is not like not you can't about... yell at your kid. Right. We yell at our, right. <laughs> like, it happens. everybody yeah. get out of my house right now! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it happens. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. But there's, I, I do think that there's a difference between, like, the general yelling, like, sh- you know, shut up! Get <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, the like I'm being really aggressive. Yeah, and like being you. physically, physically, physically threatening with your kid. Yeah, or, or, or you know, basically scaring the shit out of them. Yeah, or there's, scaring them. Yeah. There's one thing to like, yeah. like my again, my parents never laid a hand on us. Uh-huh. My father had a tone, mm-hmm. and I don't ever remember knowing what that tone meant. Uh-huh. I just knew that that tone but was it, serious. Yeah, yeah, and it scared me. It was a scary yeah. tone. Uh, but I knew that that scary tone never meant somebody was going to hurt me. Right. Physically. Yeah. That scary tone meant, meant, yeah, he's the boss, (laughs) applesauce, right. Yeah. And like, so there is a, there is a fine line there. And and I think one of the hardest things as parents is learning how to pull yourself back. And something else that helps is trying to recognize when it, your partner's about to reach there. I'll see Stefan getting to that place sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it takes a lot to get yeah. Stefan to any place yeah. that's not generally He's so chill. So I know. chill. <laughs> Such a nice guy. <laughs> so when I start to see him like yeah. tweaking in the littlest bits, yeah. you know, I just am like, well, and I'll be I'll be honest, part of me gets pissed because I'm like, man, I only took you 30 minutes. And I gotta do this all <laughs> fucking day. But that said, yeah. and I'm sure that's in my tone when I address him, yeah. but the tone is also, but the words coming out of my mouth are Go to your yeah. I you can go, tell, to your yeah go to your room. You I can to tell your you need a break. You yeah. got to get a break, yeah. or you need to go take the day off, go to yeah. movies, like whatever. Like you have, he has needs to calm down. Like you said, yeah. What calms him down and gets him re-energized is mm-hmm. totally different than me. Yeah, the total opposite. Uh-huh. So it's you know, and I, I think that's true in a lot of relationships. So I think that like identifying that is really key. Mm-hmm. But there's also something about the physical, and this is less about the edge, but I think it's the icky feeling. Mm-hmm. The first time we ever had to give Catherine Bell medicine, mm-hmm. she just wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And it became this, like, total fuck you game of, like, put honey on it, put this uh-huh. on it. And then you just realize that she's fucking with you, yeah. and I got to get this medicine in her. Right. And then it becomes, like, giving medicine to a cat. Right. Where, like, where I'm like going to have to physically hold open. her, yeah. and you're going to have to pry her mouth open <laughs> and jam this down her throat. Yeah. And we felt so gross. I yeah, felt so gross. Horrible. I felt yeah. like I had just, yeah. I felt like I just beaten the shit out of me. I felt so yeah. bad. And I actually went on Facebook yeah. and I was like, I remember this. How did you do yeah. I got so many responses that were like, I have to sit on her chest yeah. and open her mouth and get them out. Like, it was like so many parents suddenly were like, and half of them doctors. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like yeah. people who I think are all saints are yeah. like, oh yeah, no. We have to hold her down. We have to hold him down. We've yeah. got to do X. It's horrible, but they've got to take their medicine, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And I was like, oh, God, I feel so much better. I know. Like, I feel better. Like, I yeah. feel actually like, all right, yeah. next time we have to give this child this medicine, yeah. I, I I feel more empowered yeah. to hold her and get this in her. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I, what I did is I, <laughs> I called my mom. <laughs> And I was just telling her about this. And I was just because it was I called her to ask her for help because I couldn't figure out what to do about this. And she had a really similar story of something that happened with me when I was like two and she was trying to get me to go down for my nap. And she's like, you know, I I, you know, kind of like tossed you on the bed and like you you just you were fine. But I just felt and I knew that, you know, I never could do that again. Right. Just. But the fact that she had that story and, you know, I, I was just... It made you feel better. It made me feel like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, that's... it's it. This is a thing that is okay. Because right. there's something to learn from it. And it's not, 
Like, I, I don't want, like, I, I just, I don't want people to feel like, oh, my God, I'm a horrible person because I had these feelings. That's like, right. Yeah. It's, it's about, like, how you deal with them. Learning how to deal, yeah, learning you know? how to deal with them and accepting them. I mean, it's, like they're, I think one of the worst things in the world is, is not being able to have that threshold or not yeah. having that control level. Right. And, and, you know, this is not the show about horrible things that happen to each other and right. kids. Right. This is the show about what are we doing to make ourselves safe and be yeah. able to deal with these situations because they are 100% real. I mean, as, as, and it can go to the other extreme. Like, I, like, I mean, I was joking this morning and I, I talked earlier in the show about like, I don't want to play with my kids, but there is something that makes me feel bad and not in a like, don't every overdo with our kids all the time way, but in a am I setting up like a weird neglect thing? Like, is this like turning into uh-huh. some weird super nanny thing where like the super nanny shows up and the mom's like, you know, in the fetal position in her room uh-huh. and the, the, they just want to play with you. They yeah. just want their mother. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, ah, you know, I can't spend 30 minutes with my kid. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like it's but like I had this point where I'm like I don't want to see you guys. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. At but all. The fact that you're having those thoughts right. just means you're a good mom that loves their kids <laughs> and that it's never gonna come. Do you know what I'm saying? I had a like, therapist once who I was like I just want to take a gun and shoot every fucking person in the, in the street. Yeah. And she was like, the fact that you just said that means you will never do it. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you just said that out loud means you will never do it. And I I think it's <laughs> yeah. You know I do think it's part of like the show and part of I think a, a larger movement that's happening. In in the world of voicing women, mm-hmm. especially parents voicing their frustrations. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as the, we feel bad about saying, I don't really want my kids today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And, oh, you asked for it. You know, but it's the same sort of level of frustration of you, we're not supposed to talk about this frustration, this yeah. rage, yeah. this like, and it's a real thing. Yeah. And it is important to say that recognizing that you need 10 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes, or maybe you need something more yeah. is important because no one's going to here's the here's the thing. No one's going to be mad at you for being mad at your kid. Yeah. Right? No right. one's gonna be mad at you. I am not mad at you, Teresa, for the moment you had with Simon. Yeah. I am not mad at the moment the many moments. I've had with my children. And if I told somebody, but there's a sense of shame, I think, that comes with it or a feeling that somebody is going to call child services or they are going to judge you or they aren't going to think you should be alone with like whatever that makes people not reach out for help early when you you need it. And so I this right this minute, I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah. And we should just all call fucking bullshit. And if you go and mention uh, to somebody that you're reaching a new a place that that concerns you and they don't take you seriously, you go find somebody else. Yeah. And that's it. Period. Friend. Friend. Relative. relative in-law. Yeah. yeah Your spouse. Whoever. Yeah. Whoever. And remember that, you know, golly, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. You and are. It's, and it's hard. And it's hard. I can't believe we went there. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I just want to go hug all my children. And I know. Now I just want to play Candyland all <laughs> fucking day. It worked. <laughs> Damn it. Hi, my name is Rishikesh Hirway, and I have a podcast called Song Exploder. In each episode, a musician takes apart one of their songs and piece by piece tells you the story of how it was made. You get an inside look into the creative and technical process and a unique view of a song by hearing just the drums, or just the guitars, or say, just a Wurlitzer piano. If you're a fan of music, if you make music, or if you just like to learn how things are made, come check it out on MaximumFun.org. Thanks. Let's just take a moment. All right. After finally all this time going there yeah. on the show, yeah. uh, we want you to go there with us Yeah. Uh, the next two weeks, because the next two weeks is the Maximum Fun 
pledge drive. Yeah, it's the Max Fun Drive. It's, it's fucking the, rad. It's the it's the next two weeks coming up, and um, we're gonna be trying to do all kinds of amazing things to get you to become a member of Maximum Fun and donate to support this program. <laughs> this Particular program this program right here. Did you know there'll be a button you can click when you donate? <laughs> yeah. That says one bad mother. Yeah. And you know, you know, I'm just way too competitive. I kept my yeah. competition down last year because we were just we been were on the air like show. two weeks, but yeah. now I'm like. Motherfuckers, yeah. gonna bring it. Yeah, my brother, year, my brother, and me. We're yeah. gonna, we're going to the top. Yeah, we we're need not to do it ever gonna year. beat that show. But you know what yeah. I mean. Like this is the year. So, yeah. so just so you know, I, who who could live without such horribly painful topics? <laughs> I know, like we just talked about. <laughs> but uh, just to just to convince you uh, even more to tune in the next two weeks. Uh, next week, yeah, we're gonna be talking with Lisa Loeb. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> You say. I, I'm tempted. I'm so excited. Do you want me, do you think that when when we talk to her, I should start going, you say. Oh, maybe we should prepare so like a little, time. we'll do a routine for her. So. Do you think she'll like it? Well, I was thinking that I should ask her how many times people confuse her for me. Oh, that's a good one. No, but that's going to be a really good show. That's, I'm actually really looking forward to that yeah, show. She's got kids out now. I could not be more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not just, it's not just random, random Lisa, like, Loeb Lisa Loeb show. coming on the show. <laughs> she's a mother and, and she has a children's music album. Which is great. Yeah. And then the next week, we're doing it. We are really going there. Sex show. Yeah. We're going to have a show about sex. About sex. Talking about sex. S E X. So you do not want to miss the last two weeks of March for the One Bad Mother Maximum Fun Pledge Drive Sex Explosion. <laughs> oh, and Lisa Explosion. Yeah. I'm sure we want those two no. to go together. Yeah. Anywho. All right. You know what that sounds like to me, though? Genius. Genius. Yeah. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa. Yes? What you got? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Oh, I'll go first. Boop, 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 boop. Simon wanted to help make his sandwich. And huh. I was, like, thinking to myself, oh, it's another one of those things where he wants to help. Right. And that's going to make it take, like, ten hours longer. Peanut than... butter on the fucking walls and I, shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I just cut—I prepared the stuff. I just gave him the bread. Yeah. And the—I cut up some turkey and some cheese yeah. and put it on a plate. And he made little, cute little sandwiches, Aww. and he was delighted. Yeah. And it was a joy. That's so great. So it was great. It was easy, and it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And now, like, every day you can be like, you're going to make your own. Exactly. I just pass on the ingredients. <laughs> it's great. That's great. Yeah, thanks. Good job. Though I will say your other genius should, we should call back on the taking Oscar out of the bedroom. That was you a genius. You do need props for that. Yeah, that was that a is genius. genius. Yeah, thanks. Well, actually, that was my mom's genius. That was my mom's idea. I don't care. Okay. You're a genius. All right, thanks. I mean, I'm sorry, Mrs. <laughs> Teresa. Because um, her last name's Teresa. Yeah. Genius, biz. Okay, my genius moment is <laughs> I've started letting Catherine Bell just beat the shit out of my back. Out of, wait, what? My back. Okay. Because Walk I... Walk us through this. All right. This this started a couple of weeks ago when I was, I was really tired uh-huh. and just... My back was so knotted up oh, and felt yeah. miserable. Mm-hmm. And whenever she gets out of the bathtub, she's like extra spastic. Yeah, you know, she's like, ah! and I'm just like, it's around. the most dangerous place to be spastic or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. She's like flailing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like in that the opposite of the rage-induced state that we uh-huh. just talked about. I'm just the like hunched over, like sad state <laughs> while she's being crazy. And then she kind of ha- puts her hand on my back, and I was uh-huh. like, just hit my back, Catherine Bell. Uh-huh. And she does, and she starts doing the like. Oh, and I'm yeah. like massage, yeah, massage, yeah. Because she can really hit it as hard. I can take a good hit on the back. Uh-huh. I like a pounding yeah. for my muscles. Yeah, uh, surprise, it feels good. Surprise, I'm wound up. <laughs> it takes a lot. So I just let her do this. 
Great. It's it's she gets her yayas out and you get a little massage. I get a little, massage. Bag, a little massage, massage. I love it. It I was really pretty good. It. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. We well, I have a 17 month old and we are in Pennsylvania right now with lots and lots and lots of snow. Every day we've been getting snow. So we're going a little stir crazy and we didn't want to get into our snow gear again. And I learned another genius moment for myself to let things go. <laughs> a thing of container of rice that I don't care about, a pot and rocks. My 17-month-old, she has been sitting here and playing with rice and rocks and shoving the rocks into the rice in the pot. Mind you, there's rice kind of everywhere, but I can vacuum that yeah, up. Right. Letting it go. And yeah. It's been about 35 minutes that this has been keeping her entertained. It's the little things in life. It's Thanks so, so much, uh, ladies. Bye. It's yeah, so good. It's I mean, so good. I'll take genius calls like that every day. Yeah. Cars yeah. and cookie sheets. Yeah. Flour and, you know, a pot. Beans. Dry beans, beans. Dry beans. And I'll do the water. Just throw some towels on the floor. Sure. Water. Water. water ice in bowls. Ice. Freeze the ice. Yeah. Freeze toys in the ice. Yeah. Who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, ice in bowls. Bowl of water with yeah. some ice. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Any combination Cocktail of these Cocktail with ice. <laughs> Straw for mama. Like, whatever. Let him trash the yeah. fucking house. Yeah. Get a magazine. Yeah. Genius. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Yeah, I um I was sitting in the living room uh feeding Oscar. Mm-hmm. Simon was in the kitchen where I can see I can sort of see him right. and he was finishing his snack. And he goes, I need to wipe my hands or whatever. And the dish towel that was normally like on the like hanging on the little rack mm-hmm. was up on the counter. And I said, next to the fridge, there's a <laughs> pink a pink dish towel. Do you see it? And he said, yeah. And he went over there. And then I just hear this huge crash, like horrible, oh. loud, heavy crash. Yeah. I'm like, I, I dove across the house. I don't yeah. know how fast I made it over there. He was fine. He hurt his arm a little bit. Didn't even have a bruise. But the... um. <laughs> The dish towel I had been referring to was right next to another pink oh. dish towel that was underneath the soda stream, yeah. which is the thing that Big, we used heavy. to make carbonated water with a canister that could have exploded but right. didn't. And he pulled yep. it to the edge and it fell on him. That's oh, the worst. I know. That's hard. Oh, know. that's a fail. Yeah. Okay. Mine is. I've just gotten really bad about saying stuff in the car, not thinking about who's in the car. But we're like, it's like the four of us. This, the four of us are driving somewhere. So it's oh yeah, a, you thought you and Stefan could have an adult conversation. This in the is not even. The this is not even close to this. This is like okay. such a dumb fail. So okay. we're behind this car. There's a personalized license tag that says UKE space HUNT UKE Hunt. Uh-huh. Right, and so we're sitting there, and I, I'm, I say this like eight times. I'm like, "You cunt, you cunt! I don't. You're hunting for ukes. I don't understand. You cunt, right?" And then like I'm gonna say it over Amazing. and over and over. And Stefan's like, "I'm just totally fascinated by this." And Stefan goes, "I can't believe they got away with getting that on their tag." And I was yeah. like, "What? <gasps> oh my god! This has nothing to do with ukuleles." And of or course, hunting. I swear, like not five minutes later, Catherine Bell's like, what's a uke? And oh, I was like, a derogatory so... term yeah. for a lady's vagina. No, I just said, I said, it's an instrument. Somebody's a music lover, Catherine Bell. Yeah. Somebody's a music lover. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's bad. So, um, it's a, well, it's not a nice day, but it's an overcast <laughs> day, but not rainy day. And I thought, I'm going to take the dog and the baby for a walk, a hike. And uh, it started raining a little as we were setting out, but I thought we'll be fine. Cut to us <laughs> totally lost in the pouring rain. Ended up being out there for about 45 minutes. <sighs> My poor little boy is soaked. I didn't, re- didn't remember to pack him a snack, and it's time for him to eat. And uh, we're back now. We're on our way home, but we're both soaking wet and starving. I just got braces on yesterday, so I haven't really eaten very much. And I was, like, all weak and cranky and pathetic. Um, doesn't really help the situation when I'm acting like baby, too. But we made it. 
but that was my epic fail. Oh, Aww, that does suck. You just go, you're like, I'm going out. Yeah. To the, we'll be fine. We don't need anything. Completely unprepared. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks, Mom. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Teresa, yes. let's call a mom. Great. <laughs> this week, we are going to talk to Tracy Moore, who is a writer for Jezebel and their Motherload column and the author of The Humorous Guide to Unexpected Pregnancy, Oops, How to Rock the Mother of All Surprises. <laughs> Woo! Welcome, Tracy. Hello. Thanks uh, for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to start off with the question we ask all our guests, which is, who lives in your house? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, it's me. <laughs> it's my husband, Lance, and our daughter, Edie, who is almost four. Oh, my gosh, four! Uh, yeah. how's, how's the, how are the fours treating you? Almost uh, fours. I think how are the, the almost fours treating you? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite, it's my favorite, you know, age that she's been. It's the one that I am best at, I think, because I just understand the sort of absurdity of this age. It's all the questions are the greatest. It's like the other day she asked me, you know, why do we have a face? <laughs> it doesn't really get better than trying to come up with an explanation for like what yeah. lips are for, you know? Yeah. Right. So uh, let's, let's first talk about, let's talk about motherhood in the book. Let's talk about uh, the book that I affectionately just call Oops. For short, and calling it oops around the house. So you were not what uh, you would call a baby person, right. and, and then you had one. Let, let's talk a little bit about the. Why don't you tell us uh, and our listeners a little bit about the book and uh, what what led to the book and and uh, calling it oops. Um. <laughs> Well, oops was sort of the most uh, charitable way to describe my reaction <laughs> to being pregnant. Um, yeah, I was I was not a baby person. I was probably never going to have kids. I mean, I hadn't. I pretty much said. I actually think I said officially I would never have kids. I probably I even might have written it online <laughs> somewhere that you exist right now. So um, I was never going to have kids. I mean, I was in the rock scene. I used to be a rock critic for in Nashville, you know, covering like the local rock scene, which is really cool there. Um, my husband was in a band. He was like in this 15 person robot rock opera band where he, he wore like silver face paint and wore like a bullet belt. Like this nice. was, all we did was go to shows, you know, stay out late and eat like burritos. So like <laughs> nothing about our life was baby friendly and then we should have had you on our show where we were talking about whether we're still cool now that we're moms because because right here yeah you're you're proving to us that that we may not have been that cool before we were definitely not as cool before but anyways anyways (laughs) eating like crystal like a stack of crystals in the morning after you just drink all night i don't know how cool that is but Uh, i'm from alabama so crystals is is fairly I know about crystals. I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. I thought you were talking about meth, and I got really freaked out. (laughs) No, no, it's like, well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like meth, because it's really addictive. It's like, well, it's like White Castle, but Southern. It's White Castle here. Yep. Yep. All right. So So you guys are totally ready to have kids, clearly. Right, exactly. Um, And also, here's the other thing. My husband had been told that he was infertile. So we didn't even think we could, so we didn't care, and we were reckless about it because we were like, well, not only do we not care, but we also know we don't have to worry about something other people have to sweat. I'd been on birth control since I was, like, 19. So we were married, and we were like, who gives a shit? And then, you know, like two months later, I was pregnant. (laughs) um, That was kind of a no-shit moment. And then, um, yeah, we we decided to roll with it. I mean, it was sort of a mixture of terror and happiness that he could breed. You know, like it was right. this new road we'd never really considered. And then probably just we were more cavalier than we should have been because if we had known <laughs> what we didn't know, we probably would have been more scared than we were. But, you know, we just we just decided <laughs> to roll with you. it. And then, yeah, um, <laughs> that's what the book came out of, just the conversation I had with myself, basically, you know, to, to basically grow up and become a person who could actually take care of someone else better than I was taking care of myself, which was not that great. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, well, all right. So let, well, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about, I, I, I have two. 
right? The first one mm-hmm. I was totally in love with when, when she was inside me. I was like totally like, I'm going to have this baby. I didn't know what I was going to do with this baby or like how to do it. <laughs> but I was like, I'm doing it. And then the second, I was like, I don't know if I'm even going to like this kid when he comes out. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm really tired. And like, I, I know what's coming. Like, ah, like, I don't know. So like not having, and we had like planned the second. So like, I knew it was coming. I knew it. But like to not have the full, like mental prep of like, let's make this decision and like try like all this stuff. How was it when that baby came out? I mean, that must have, were you really like that relaxed that you were like, yeah, it's going to come out and it's going to be great. You mean how was it at birth as yeah. opposed to the whole pregnancy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, pregnancy, I think we can talk about for years about how much that sucks. But, like, totally. was it quick um, for you? Did you fall in love right away or was it hard? I did. I did. Um, I really did. I mean, I write about this in the book. Like, yeah. once I had this boyfriend, we decided to get a kitten together. This was not my husband, but it was, like, <laughs> this dude in a band I was dating before him. We got a kitten together. And he was like, oh, it's so beautiful. Like, it's adorable. Don't you love it? And I was like, eh. like, it's so cute, but I don't think I love it yet. And then about two or three weeks later, I really did love the kitten. And this was pretty much my closest, like, corollary to, like, what it might be like to have a baby. I was right. like, it took me a couple weeks to love a kitten. Like, the, the most lovable, the most instantly lovable thing in the world. It took me, like, two to three weeks. So I was terrified. I'd see my baby and just be like, eh, you know, like I wouldn't know. And I know some women have bonding stuff, so I'm not even saying that's not something you can have and it's not fine. But, like, I really was, like, working with this handicap. And, um, no, I just I had all this, like, I was flooded with all the life-affirming, like, this is the moment. It was it was crazy. It was better than any drug I'd ever done, ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. For sure. Now you are writing sort of these motherhood-related uh, articles on Jezebel, and which are, you know, a, probably one of the one of our greatest feminist online magazine article blogs. I'm not going to use any words that are actually words right now that, that <laughs> tie together. But um, so... You're really <laughs> super brain. I'm really, uh, thanks. I'm really, I'm really rocking it without the sleep recently. But, <laughs> but I'm wondering if, in particular, writing about... Motherhood issues, which people really like to get involved in and really? comment on. Do moms have stuff to say about do, mom do, stuff? Do people who don't have kids have even more to say oh, about mom yeah. stuff? So I'm wondering, as you started, when you started <laughs> switching the writing to this, how did you deal with the comments? It's hard enough to put you know your own ideas out on the internet and have to deal with any comments that come back. But yeah. in particular about motherhood, you're like, how did? Well, how, yeah. I actually had some good training because, like I said, I was a music critic. So being a rock critic was the best training in the world for writing and getting feedback online. I call it feedback. But it was like dudes and bands in Nashville were the worst trolls I've ever dealt with. They were actually worse than, like, feminist commenters. This is hard for people to believe. But seriously, never go write about rock bands in a small town because, like, they they could not take, especially if you're a woman, because, like, it's bad enough that you're saying the band is, like, third rate, you know, right. mother or something, but, like, you're a woman who's saying it, so you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not possible that you have any clue, and you're probably, like, an illiterate whore who, like, some of the comments were just, <laughs> it was always sexual, too. Yeah. So, at least with feminism, they keep it mostly to these very, you know, a lot of times it's these very well-crafted yeah, arguments from, like, the intersectionality police. It's like, well, you didn't consider every possible individual experience from every possible unrepresented group that exists on the face of the right, earth if yeah. that is your crime. And you're like, yeah. all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Take yeah. it, you win. That is um, true. But I do, like, you just made this comment about, like, well, you're a woman, you couldn't possibly know, you couldn't possibly talk to music. I kind of like that, like, well, you're a woman, you couldn't possibly talk to motherhood. <laughs> your issues. I know. <laughs> Um, I mean, it was fine. I mean, at first, you know, I got a lot, there was a lot of positive stuff, but then, you know, immediately people were just like, it's the same shit that you deal with trying to just talk honestly in your own life about what it's like to be a mother or the experience of pregnancy. It's like, most people just don't want you to say that shit. I don't know what, why there's such enormous pressure to present pregnancy as this um, super serene, you know, sort of beautiful up with people kind of thing. I mean, it is that, but it's also not. And I mean, it is a really highly individual experience. Like you said, whether you plan it or not, you have no idea what it's going to be like for you. So you try to just speak some truth to your experience and then you get all this fucking shit for it. It's like, 
I'm just talking about my experience. The biggest thing I seem to notice in the comments on Jezebel is like, this is not what happened to me, so this is bullshit. It's like, yeah. are you kidding? Like, clearly it's a personal essay. Like, of course my pregnancy experience isn't your pregnancy experience. You know, like, it is just one person's experience. Like, for some reason, they, they it's almost like women have never had their stories told, and then when they finally get in a place where their stories are being told, it's like, they want everybody's story to be told all at once, and if it's not, it's like they're so offended. I, I don't know. Again, people talk about how wonderful the Internet is, and look, we can finally have the shared experience with people all across the world. I'm totally using <laughs> such an asshole voice today. I apologize. Um, that, like, instead it brings out, like you said, sometimes these trolls who are just like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, or even just, like, once I wrote about, like, hey, you know, here's one part of my body I don't hate, my armpit. <laughs> right. And one of the comments was, like, oh, my God, I mean, this is incredibly offensive. There are women who have discoloration in their armpits, and they oh. aren't okay with them. And it's, like, what? that's what? fine. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that that's a thing. I'm not yeah. rendering in, in neutral your existence <laughs> or experience by simply saying I don't hate my armpits. Like, I can't. <laughs> I wish I had the armpit hate unity. Like, I, I don't. I have failed. I have failed armpit unity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You definitely feel like there's a you get painted into a corner that you can't come out of, and you're supposed to be. You guys are all on the same fucking side. You, these right. are all women. For ostensibly, you probably agree on most things. It's, I guess it's like the uh, narcissism of petty differences, right? Yeah, oh, that's, that's way too deep for me right at this minute. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Well, okay, so you mentioned this earlier, and this is I, I actually was on one of my questions. I'm going to ask, in your pre-motherhood writing, did you ever write anything about other parents or children or something like that that you look back on now and are like, God, I was a total asshole, or nailed it? Nailed it. I think that once, when I was a rock critic, I got this thing called it's these baby lullabies. I would get these CDs where it was like a baby lullaby version of like Metallica. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, I think I wrote that that was bullshit and I would never play my kids shit like that because <laughs> I would just give them like real records that were actually cool. Like I just play the Beatles or you know, pet sounds. Yeah, and, like, right. and we listened to one of the worst fucking things that exists in the universe. Someone sent us this CD called the Marshmallow Peeps and it's terrible baby versions of Marshmallow Peeps covers of real songs. Like, <laughs> Jackson 5 it is the worst, That's like, auto tune, terrible crap ever. And uh, yeah, I have to listen to it every day. So. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I'll, I'll say it. We have the Pixies one. We have the, the Pixies lullaby one. And Which is great because the Pixies is kind of pretty dissonant. I've tried to put that on, and it's like, eh, you know, she can't really hear those guitars yet. So it's, it's awesome. I was wrong. Yeah, it was that. No, no, yeah, the kids' music is kind of the worst. Maybe you should do like a crossover. Uh, and become like the ultimate mother music critic. <laughs> oh, that's such a good idea because I was realizing that that Best Coast record, like if it didn't have all those references to weed, it would actually be perfect for kids. <laughs> if she wasn't always thinking about getting high. Actually, she talks about how her cats can talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that actually, actually would be so helpful. I want to circle back to the book before we go. And because it is this collection of essays and I got to say, the t the title, when you read it all, is actually very in inspiring. It actually is How to Rock the Mother of All Surprises, which is a very positive spin on, oops, I'm pregnant. I'm going to have this really positive spin on it. But at the same time, the word oops can immediately be like, oops, right. I I'm pregnant. Do, how was the response? How has the response been to the book? I mean, do you find, given how touchy people can be, especially about uh, books like this. Did Have you found a, a really good reception? Because the, the essays really are pretty relatable to all experiences of motherhood, in my opinion. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. A, yeah. Um, it's been a good response, really. I mean, I don't think I've had, I mean, aside, honestly, aside from the excerpts that ran on Jezebel, um, <laughs> the other response has been really positive because those people are, are not parsing it for correctness like did yeah, you right. you know like like we talked about that that intersectionality thing where it's like did you cover everything or is this supposed to be something to people who get pregnant and decide they don't want to keep it it's like no it's purely just a book for women who got pregnant and decided to roll with it and have crazy feelings but feel that this is ultimately a positive thing and I felt like that had to be more common I mean like I say in the book and it's pretty widely available statistic you know 49 percent of all pregnancies are mistimed in some way so most people aren't really out in front of the story of breeding. And so most of the response I've gotten has been, um, or most, not most, you know, half, um, really positive. I mean, where the women say it's been really comforting and just really relatable and that it's just that what you find out there is so, it's like it'll be religious, you know, yeah. uh, or it'll be like, 
this really somber, like, oh, you know, what a bummer. You're pregnant. Here's your options. Like, good right. information yeah, yeah. if you don't know what to do. Yeah. But not a lot that starts from the point of, I'm just rolling with this unplanned pregnancy. I'm, I'm cool with my decision, but what does it mean now that I'm going to do this? Who, do, who am I going to be? You know, those questions. Like, yeah. I just couldn't find that, that book out there. And I think that's what it, you know, that's who it speaks to is other women who are in the same situation. Yeah, no, it, it's great because it's even for those planned pregnancies, the book is still relatable. And there's something about having a quote unquote planned pregnancy that makes you feel like you can't have those same fears. You can't or be surprised. You can't right. be surprised. Like, by, by, you might that's a great point because it's like you wanted this. Yeah. So right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, basically we're fucked no matter what. Uh, <laughs> totally. You're exactly right. I well, mean, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great time to be pregnant in America <laughs> and have kids. Uh, yeah, actually, for if, the title, though, we did want to call it What to Expect When You Weren't Expecting, but that <laughs> actually the announcement great. of the book deal went in a trade publication, and, like, the empire, like the What to Expect oh, empire was like, doubt. shut that down. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can see that. That's not going to live. <laughs> not, not but rocking. I think, oops, you know, it's a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tracy, good. we appreciate you coming on the show so much, and we're going to link Thank you. everybody uh, to the book and to uh, Jezebel. Not that I'm sure 90% of our listeners are already <laughs> linked to Jezebel, but uh, we're going to link them just in case. And to your Twitter account, the whole nine yards, and we just really appreciate it. And thanks Thank for you. coming on, and I hope you continue to enjoy motherhood. Yeah, and come back soon. Yeah. Please. Thanks so much for having me. All right, talk to you right. soon. Bye. 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 When you I call send a message pick up the phone When you I call I gotta tell you that's great. Yeah. She's, I, but, you can tell she's cool. Yeah. Well she clearly is cool. She's really cool. I don't know why I keep getting surprised by the conversations we have about women and moms and parents in general feeling like they cannot talk about mm-hmm. anything yeah. having to do with their experiences yep. of having kids or not yeah. wanting kids or whatever yes. that is. Yes. So uh, I really appreciate her. I, I really appreciate the articles that she writes on Jezebel. They're great. And the book is really funny and is so relatable whether you were planning to have kids or not. And it's nice to have a positive spin on that because she's right. I mean, how many times do you say, I'm pregnant and I wasn't planning on it, and then you're just met with doom and gloom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's your only option. Speaking of doom and gloom, mm-hmm. let's listen to a, a mom have a breakdown. Okay. It's my favorite. <laughs> Hi, I am leaving a rant. So it is Thanksgiving weekend, and my in laws are in town. And so we have. Everybody, it's me and my husband, our dog, and our two kids all shoved in our bedroom. Everybody's on air mattresses and all shoved together. And so when one person makes noise, the rest of everybody else wakes up. And then it's a half an hour before we're all back to sleep. And it's awful. And then yesterday, I went to work um, where I work at a junior high. And so it was not a very relaxing day the day before everybody had this really long weekend. Um, come home and my kitchen is just like full of like whatever cookies and shit they made that day and the my husband and his brothers are nowhere to be found and my mother-in-law is like oh well I would have cleaned the kitchen but you know I had to watch the kids and I'm like I fucking know that's what I do we watch the kids and we work and we are able to wash dishes in the course of eight hours yeah this is not that hard I am not the maid it's stop leaving stuff for me to do she makes me nuts so I'm going to go to my Thanksgiving day turkey trot run to escape my in-laws and delay being with them for a little while thank you Oh, good job. I'm a firm believer that yeah. women have started running marathons to escape their to escape, families. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I've seen so many of my friends on like Facebook be like, I'm running my first marathon, I'm yeah. out running, I'm out training. And I'm like, yeah. you've got two small children in your house. Yeah. And you're, I Sorry, get it. I have a long run planned today. I'm going to be gone for like three and a half hours. Yeah, I can't train with yeah. a stroller. Yeah. Sorry. I love that's like the new genius escape <laughs> mode for moms. Got to get rid healthy. Quote, unquote. Well, Teresa. Yes. I feel like we've learned a lot today. 
Yeah. And, 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 and I do. And this is good. it. Yeah. I think the big lesson is you got to talk about this stuff. Yeah. You got to talk about it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we talk about sort of the funnier parts of stuff that you're not supposed to talk about when you're a mom, mm-hmm. the easy to blow off stuff. But it, it swings all the way to the... To the bad. Things can go wrong. Things can go wrong and they can go bad and they can make you feel bad and it can spiral. And remember, one of our like guests, and she was an early like fail call too, um, had, you know, one day was on the phone and like both of her kids were screaming and she finally just like uh, was trying to get this phone call. She turned around (laughs) and she was like, what the fuck do you want to, like, her daughter? And then she, like, felt like shit. And I was like, eh, it happens. Yeah. Like, it happens. Yeah. And it's not the end of the world. And it's okay. And yeah. it's not good. It's not We're great. We're not encouraging no, you all to go out your... there and swear at your children. I'm it not sucks. saying to go on a you hunt with your child. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Yes. Right. I'm not saying. I'm just right. saying that it happens. Yes, it happens. And when it happens... We got to start letting the shame go if your friend talks to you about this. Yeah, so that you can actually maybe, like, get something out of it and, like, move forward. Well, heaven forbid your friend or whoever you talk to might say, been there. Yeah. I took my baby out of my room. You you know, just saying that, I was like, I could take my baby out of the room? Right. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. So, everybody, hang in there. Yeah. You were all doing a good job, and especially when you walk away. Especially when you walk away and you give yourself a timeout, you're doing a fucking kick-ass job. Mm-hmm. And remember to be nice to each other. Just remember yep. to be supportive, parents, non-parents, whoever. And Teresa, you're doing a really great job. Thank you. So are you, Biz? Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pablis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.